Welcome to a new edition of Blackhawks Insider Podcast. Today we are joined by Hawks forward Corey Perry. First of all, welcome in, Corey. Thank you. Thanks Appreciate it. Um, how are things uh, for you and your family settling into Chicago and with the, your new team this year? It's been good. Um, you know, everybody, it's always an adjustment when you're coming to a new team, new city. Um, but, you know, we've found our, found our way around and uh, you know, the little guy's got his hockey team, he's in school and, um, and you know, that's, uh, that was the most important thing. If you look at Chicago compared to maybe some of the other cities, where does it rank? Right, right near the top, for sure. Um, you know, I've been lucky and fortunate to play in some pretty good, pretty good spots in my career, and uh, and you know, Chicago is definitely one of those. You're in your 19th season in the NHL. The start to this year, a lot on the road. Mm-hmm. Does it make it any easier now, being 19 years? You've got family, your wife Blake, son Griffin at home. Does it? Is it harder now to be on the road than it was a little bit earlier, or are you just used to it and it's part of the, the routine? Yeah, we're we're used to it. It's part of the routine, and um, you know. But with Griff growing growing up fast, and you know, he's always asking when I'm coming back, and uh, um, you know, so those are a little harder because, he, like I said earlier, he's he's got his hockey, and, and I love being there with him and, and taking him that kind of stuff. So, um, thank God for for iPads and uh, and. You can watch practices on there and uh, watch his games. So I'm always uh, I'm always around there for sure. Does he understand when you're leaving how long a road trip is, or does he? You know, no, he and he understands now. You know, uh, gone for five days or a quick road trip. <laughs> yeah, he knows. Yeah, he knows. Um, you know, it's it's fun when you know he he's starting to learn and um, you know he has his his routine and uh, you know it's been fun. There were some rumors that when you guys were in Tampa that he would wait for you to come home from a road trip and he'd be wearing his hockey gear oh, yeah. and wanted to play mini sticks. Yeah, no, that's is he uh, still doing yeah, that? He doesn't do that. <laughs> we he still we still play mini sticks, but uh, yeah, he'd have his jersey on or whatever it was, and um, you know, as soon as I'm in the door, it's it's game on. So Griffin is playing uh, hockey mm-hmm. in Chicago for the Jets program. Yes, how's he doing? He's great. He's doing really well. Um, Better hands than his dad? Uh, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, he's he's having a blast, and um, you know, it's uh, it's fun watching him learn and grow up, and uh, and really take a liking to it. Does he watch the games? Does he follow the games all the time? Oh yeah, he he'll he'll sit there for you know the three hours, watch a game, and and not move, and um, you know he he follows along. He knows what's going on. He's been to the UC. What did he like about his experience at the United Center? <laughs> well, he's, he's, Tommy Hawk. He saw Tommy Hawk. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But he's only been he's been to two games, I think. I, we haven't even been at home, so yeah. Um, but yeah, he's been to been to comes for a period if it's uh, you know seven or seven thirty game. He'll come for a period, and because um, you know it uh, school comes fast in the morning. You're known as an agitator on the ice. Where did that reputation come from? I have no idea. I think if you know me off the ice, I'm a pretty quiet, quiet guy. And, um, you know, but once I get to the rink, it's it's like a, a switch flips, and I'm like, I don't know. It's it's uh, just who I am, and that's uh, it, how it, I have to play to be effective. It's always been there. It's always I've always been. Yeah, nothing nothing new. So I, I didn't create it overnight. No, it's uh, it's always been there. Your your family is in the, is heavily into law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Your father, your brother, uh, you're saying your sister. Um, uh, my my brother's wife. Brother's yeah. wife. Yeah. Um, do you feel that the that the character of your father and your family 
kind of brings that out in the way that you play on the ice? Could probably. I never really thought of it that way. But um, yeah, they're they're all in all in law enforcement, and uh, you know, it's kind of been in our blood and our system for for our family. It's it generations of of it, and um, I don't know. It's it probably you could probably say it has something to do with it. You said your your father, um, when we were talking a little bit earlier, did not play, but he coached you, coached, coached your brother yep. uh, growing up there. Yep. Uh, what was he like as a coach? <laughs> I, I haven't. He he was only my coach for a couple of years when I was when I was young, um, and then he just sat back and let let everybody else do it. But um, no, he's he was just from what I remember, just uh, he, had, he had to work hard and don't take anything for granted. We had uh, Nick Felino on an earlier episode, and he talked about the love-hate relationship that he has now with you. He yeah. called it a bromance. <laughs> I don't know if you want to go there, but he called it a bromance. Um, do you find that that's a common thread? Everybody hates to play against you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do in the broadcasting when, you know, Blackhawks and the Ducks were playing, and, yeah. and it's like, oh man, a Corey Perry, I just, uh, you know, can't stand this guy. You get to know these guys, the transition to teams like coming here to, to Chicago, and you've got Nick Flynn now, and you guys are two of the older guys, and mm -hmm. your role is, you know, significant here with with a group of players. Um, do you, do you find that transition coming in with your reputation, having run-ins with players from different teams, and now being teammates? Has there been any awkward moments walking uh, into a new locker room? Not really, um, but yes, there's been been guys that, uh, well, even Nick, we. We had a fight in the playoffs, and now we're, you know, now we're on the same team. And that was Toronto, and Tampa, right? Toronto, Toronto, Montreal. Toronto, Montreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, there's those kind of run-ins, but uh, you know, you, once you get to know the guys, and and I, I had no idea, you know, anything about Nick when I got here, and and you can see why uh, wherever he goes, it's he's loved. Well, I think it's kind of the same way with, with you. <laughs> I mean, I I hear you know, as a teammate, great teammate. And you you always know that there's those players that you hate to play against. Mm -hmm. You don't like on the NFC, but then at the same time you want them on your side. Yeah, you always because they're in the heat of the battle. Exactly. You know that they're going to be there. Exactly, and that's what uh, that's what you try to do. Just try to bring everybody into the battle with you. And um, you know, those, there's some guys out there that you can I could sit here and say I don't like that guy, but once you start meet meet them and and really get to talk to them, I'm sure everybody likes them. You had an opportunity to to be. Um, with Luke Richardson in Montreal for a short time there. Um, what was the relationship like with Luke then compared to now? Any difference at all? I don't think so. Um, you know, I think first, first of all, he's just one of, a, one of the best guys. Um, and you can see why people love playing for him. Um, you know, he's, he's just genuine down to earth and, uh, and he'll do anything for you. And, um, you know, so that's why we like going out and playing for him because, you know, it's just the way he coaches is uh, is pretty fantastic. I'm sure you kind of know this, but when your name was brought up as a possibility to come to Chicago this year, mm -hmm. it was thrown past Luke, and he goes, "Yeah, I want I want him to come to Chicago." Yeah. What does that mean to you when a coach says that? It's pretty special. Um, you know, it just it's nice having, you know, nice being wanted and and uh, you know to help with the culture here and the young guys that we have on our team and uh, you know just trying to trying to do anything I can to you know continue to play well and and help the guys along the way. You talked about the culture and 
bringing in Nick, bringing in, in you, um, guys who are heavy as far as culture and the way that you want to play the game mm -hmm. the right way, mm -hmm. compete hard. Uh, what is your role here in your mind with this young group of guys? Um, well, first, I, I want to continue to play and play well. Um, Which you are. Yeah, thanks. Um, but, you know, just like I, I've said this earlier, like it's just helping them day to day, you know, on the road. You're on the road a lot and, you know, just trying to trying to keep their mind e at ease and, um, you know, whatever they need, need something from me, they, they know they can always come and ask me and, uh, you know, just trying to little things on the ice, uh, maybe after practice, like the other day, Connor and I were doing some stuff from, for the power play and, um, you know, just, just little things just to keep, keep them, uh, you know, wanting, wanting to continue to play well. Has, has there been a situation that you remember this year where one of the younger players or any of the players come up to you and ask your advice because you've been there before you've done it, that kind of deal? I don't know. Probably has been. Probably something has come up, but, um, you know, it's it could it probably you know stuff on the power play or you know I'll if they come off the ice and I saw something you know just a little tip tip for them for for the next shift or whatever it is or you know it's just trying to keep them calm I guess. You're one of two players, so I'm going to read this off here to win the Stanley Cup, Olympic gold medal, the World Juniors, the World Championship, Memorial Cup, and the World Cup. Any of those championships mean more to you than the others? No, I think I've been asked this question a lot, um, but you know what? You, you go to you win win a gold medal for your country. You're only with the team for two, three weeks, whatever it is. So there's that part of it, or you can you know you win a Stanley Cup and you're with those guys for 180 days. So it's you know it's totally different, um, but uh, you know they all, they all mean mean the same to me. Are you a prankster? Rumor has it there's. A little bit of a prankster side to your. I don't, I don't know what's what's the rumor. Well, I, I don't know. I'm asking you. <laughs> now, Drew Doughty said something that, that you were a prankster, and I'm sure that was one one of the, uh, you know, Canadian uh, yeah. Olympic team or something like that. I'm, I've been known to do a few things. <laughs> <laughs> Could you tell us any of them? <laughs> oh, I mean, everybody's probably seen it. Um, you know, me squirting water and. Jeff Carter's glove, or <laughs> stealing, stealing Alex Simmons' stick from the bench when he was trying to get on the ice, and he, it's you know just little things like that. Darren Pang is in between the benches a lot of time, <laughs> and he loves watching you talk to the other players, to the referees and stuff. And he says, first of all, he says when you talk to the referees, the utmost respect to them, mm -hmm. and I think that the, the referees respect that in you. But when it comes to other players and stuff, and whether it's just a little jab, a little pull in the sweater, they go by the bench or something, like he laughs all the time at what you do there. Is that something you take pride in to get under the skin of the other it's, other players? Yeah, and half the time I don't even realize I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's just, it's the game within the game. And, uh, you know, it's just, just those little things just to, you know, either take them off their, take them off their, you know, from their shift or, you know, try to get under the skin a little bit. You say you want to keep on playing. What drives mm -hmm. Corey Perry at age 38 to continue? Just how, I just love being around the rink, love being around the guys, um, and I love playing. It's, I think we, I told you this earlier that, you know, they're going to have to cut my skates off me when, when, when they want me to leave. So, um, you know, I just, I just like the emotion, the battle, and, you know, having fun. 
I want, to get, I want you to give me some one-word answers to the cities that you have played for in your career. Anaheim. Special. Dallas. Uh, it was magical run. Montreal. Tough, tough year because of COVID, but um, special place. Tampa. Fun. And yeah, it's, I can say it's it fun. Chicago. It's, it's early stages. It's early stages, <laughs> but it's definitely uh, it's exciting. So where does off-season find you? Um, back in Ontario, outside of, we're in London, and I got a lake in Peterborough, or my lake house in Peterborough too, so um, back and forth there. Are you a fisherman? A little bit. If I'm, not, uh, I'm not big into it, but I, I like doing it. Golf? Play golf, yes. Yeah, I like playing golf. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Blackhawks uh, Insider Podcast. A reminder that episodes are posted every game as Luke Richardson joins to uh, show up and tee up the uh, night matchup between the Blackhawks and their opponent. Uh, you can find episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Corey, thank you for joining us. Appreciate the time. No problem. Thanks for having me.